your short track racing connection. Broadcasting from the Fireside Beverage Studios, this is the Turn 4 Podcast. Look for us every Tuesday where all major podcasts are found. Like us on Facebook at Turn 4 Podcast. And now, DJ and Zach, take it away. Green, green, green. So we're here with Andy Hall, the voice of the Granite State Pro Stock Series. Andy, how are you? You say that like that's a good thing. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not so sure. You've been doing it for a year or two at this point. Uh, well, the Pro Stock thing, I don't even know how long and announcing in general. Were, were you around when that. it started as no, the announcer? No, no. I came along... Oh, I don't know. It would have been like 13 or 14. I did a one-off for Mike at Hudson because he was in a jam. And then I moved south for a year. And when I came back, he asked me to come on board. And I've been doing it ever since. Hudson. We talked about that I place that a lot. Yeah. Oh, Favorite racetrack in New England. We talked to Ben yesterday. Yeah, we got we Ben on here yesterday. And yeah, Ben's a good dude. He's a lot of fun. What do you call um, The Redneck Olympics is what he called Oli- it before he bought yeah, it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's still like the Maroon Neck Olympics or something. It's pretty <laughs> close. It's, but he's, no, that, Ben's done a great thing with that place. And like I said, that's like my favorite racetrack in New England. I love that place. He's as long as he doesn't pave it. That's very true. Oh, it's good. That if that he, place has character. It, yeah, if he paves <laughs> it, I'm going to go down there and rip up the pavement. Although, they're the finalist for the 50K advanced uh, track advanced, auto parts. Yeah. He's got plenty to do. He can spend 50K without paving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's done a great job, but he's, he's got a waste yeah, to go. I was going to so, say, yeah. he was talking. Yeah, he's, fine. he's open for parking. Which that uh, you yes. and I can agree on yes, that. Yes, that. no, and, and and you know, there's, <laughs> you know, I don't want to kiss and tell, but there's a lot of information there that uh, he's getting pretty well hosed down. There, he so. he wouldn't give it up either. Yeah, we, I'm, I'm, I'll let yeah. him say what he's got to say, but yeah. he's uh, yeah he's getting hosed, and I feel really bad for him. He looks like a man I want to drink with. Like he looks like you. Yeah, you throw I don't a know. He's, he's pretty well on the chip. Without the drink. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's oh, true. crap. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not riding in a golf cart with him. <laughs> it ain't happening. I'll walk. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> so you you just said we've been you've been the announcer for seven years probably at this point. We'll yeah, call it something six like years. that. Six, seven years. Yep. So are you a bigger mod, uh, bigger pro stock guy than mod guy then, or do you just enjoy racing? Um, I just enjoy racing. Yep. I, um, I was always sort of a fender guy. I worked on open wheel stuff for a living for a short time and um, it gained some appreciation for it then just because they're so easy to work on. But uh, in terms of racing, I'm more of a fender guy. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Uh, you work for? I worked for Bobby Fuller for six months, and then I moved back up here and worked for Jack Bateman for a short time. Yeah. Worked on his Do you cars. work on race cars for a living now? Uh, no, <laughs> okay. Uh, sort of a sort of a long story. I had an opportunity to go do some racing stuff that uh, that didn't work out, and um, we'll uh, we'll leave it at leave that. it at that. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. So do you do you like the announcing more? Or do you like working on the race cars more? Uh, so <laughs> that's that's a good question. Um, I don't have a great answer. I mean, I really enjoy the announcing, and it's really neat to get paid to go to the racetrack. Um, <laughs> I hear you. But, the, but the, the, the flip side is I really enjoy working on them, so it's it's probably even. you got a specific chassis you like working on? Yes. I mean, super late model, late model type stuff. Yeah. Non, I mean, you know, I've built some stock frame cars, but the, the tube cars, are they're easier to work on and yeah. uh, more adjustable, more fun. So we'll touch on one. You like to build... Street cars. I'll 
build about anything with a motor. Yeah. Do you still have that? I do have that. Okay. Yeah, it's sitting in my sister's garage. Um, I moved to Maine last fall, and and don't and I'm working on storage for that thing. It doesn't have a top. It doesn't. It's sort of wide open. I was so. gonna say it's a, it's basically a convertible for it's, lack of a better oh, term. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's nothing to convert because there's no That's top. True. But that is true. It's, um, yeah, it's a tea bucket roadster-ish thing. Yeah, it's, it's mean it's looking. Pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it, a lot of fun. I, you and Nate, right? Nathan yeah. Kelly and I built that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. It was. Huge learning experience. I want to go do another one so I can fix all the stuff I did wrong on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Figured it out as you went, but you're like, ah, it's already finished. Well, so we'll keep I mean, rolling. the the topless thing and the front end setup. It's it at about 55. It's fairly scary. <laughs> Um, so what you're saying yeah. is when it does finally go up to Maine with you, it's going to be on a trailer, not being driven up Oh, there. it won't get driven to Maine. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We're not going up 95 with that bad <laughs> um, are, you, are you doing any calling up in Maine? No, no, I do. So uh, all I'm doing this year is the Granite State Pro Stock Series stuff, okay. which is all I want to do. I was yeah, gonna say that's yeah. gotta be enough. That's what twelve races, races? Uh, fourteen or fifteen races. Yeah, it's it's plenty. The you know the the weekly stuff. I did two tracks last year, and um, what was your second track down here? I'm gonna add You were down here last yeah, year. Yeah, I was oh. here most all the races that didn't conflict with Granite State. Yeah, because uh, Dave Sutherland took the year off. Yeah. Um, for the due to the COVID thing, yeah. Um, so I filled in here, here, just kept the seat warm for him for a year. Um, and it, it to me, the weekly stuff just isn't fun anymore. Yeah. Hey. So, um, which is fair. You know. I mean, how many years did you do that? A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. It's just, I don't know. I, I mean, I you know, I want to sit here and badmouth it because I, you know, I still do love it, but it's it's just gotten there's a lot of drama involved, and and um. I'm an That's old fart now. I'm I'm good. <laughs> that, that is fair. I just want to go to the racetrack and have fun and, you know, so. Hey, I don't blame you. Um, So, again, I know the Pro Stock Series was the quasi kind of Claremont Motorsports Park Series last year with it was. COVID and everything yeah. else. Um, Were you down at Stafford last weekend? I was not. You it were not? It was a situation that came up down there. and uh, I didn't know if you still went. I did not go. Yeah, okay. I did not still go. No, I made the choice. I had some stuff that uh, I was able to do up in Maine with my girlfriend, and so we did that, and um, it was good. So, unfortunately, as we kind of just talked about down in the pits, you lost two cars that were probably going to Correct. be here today. That were definitely going to be here. That one of one of which runs really well here. He's won here in the past. Michael Sullivan yeah. uh, runs really well at this racetrack. He's won here a couple of times. Uh, he's always fast here. And he piled that thing a ton down and he there. was the second hardest hit looking at the videos. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mr. Bushy, Bushy went in yeah. pretty, pretty hard going backwards. Yeah. Yeah, that's a rough beginning to his – Late model pro stock career because he he ran late models prior to that. He's right? run some late model stuff in Groveton, I think. Grovetona, yeah, baby, yeah, come baby. on! Another racetrack that I love, Riverside um, Speedway. No, no, Groveton. Yeah, well, Groveton. it's Riverside Speedway no, now. <laughs> no, 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 I I never called it Speed Fifty One uh, or Speedway Fifty One. I will not call it Riverside. It's Grovetona. Come it is Grovetona. Yeah, no, it's another racetrack that it, I love. And the boys up there have done a lot of work to that place as well. Because yeah, no, well, Joey Lacare had it for a while, and and I can't even comprehend the amount of money he spent. Um, and then he sold it to the Humphreys, and, and they've done really good things. They've done a good well. job up there. Yeah. yeah, they got a lot going on. I know. They built Off an adventure park out there. They, they've got a dirt bike, four-wheeler, oh, yeah. side-by-side no, track out yeah. there. Yeah. Hey, if you're going to yeah. make money, you might as well make a lot well, of it. <laughs> I, I'm saying they, they've, got, they've got the river right there, too. they got to do something with boats or something. I don't know. 
If that, if any man could probably figure it out in New Hampshire, it might be that they, that dude. Them, those two brothers have got it figured out up there. So, so, what's your favorite track to call at? To announce at? Yep. Wow. That's that's a heck of a question. I don't know. I don't I don't have a good answer to that. Because you um, obviously with the Pro Stock Tour, you've done Monadnock, Claremont, Hudson, Lee, Star. I'm trying to think if there's Groveton. a racetrack. Have you guys in New s- England at this point that I haven't? Have you called one at Seekonk? Oh, yeah. You guys have run Seekonk, yeah, right? Yeah, we did the DAV two years ago. Yeah. Waterford? Oh, yeah, several times. Thompson? Uh, Yep, definitely Thompson. Um, So Stafford would be the only one. I guess there's a couple up in, like, uh, Oxford? Speedway 95. Yeah, I've announced at Oxford. Uh, Speedway 95, I have not. Spud, I have not. Beechridge? Uh, Beechridge, I have. Well, to be fair, um, those are the two you just rattle off. Those are, like, basically in Canada and then come back five No, minutes. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No, it's, like, Canada-like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Pretty sure they speak French at those. But, I was going to uh, say, Spud Speedway should tell you how far in the main you've got to go to get to it. Right, right, right. <laughs> Any racetrack with a potato field in the middle. I mean, why else would you call it Spud? <laughs> right. um, so, yeah, um, favorite that I've announced that. Probably the, the, the next one or the one I'm at now. I don't know. Hey. You know, it's in, in terms of announcing, Waterford's a little tough right now because you're announcing out of a bus. But. Oh, yeah. They're trying. Somebody told us about that. Yeah. Somebody told us. No, uh, Jill. Jill told us yeah, about that. They, they haven't. Us. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't built the tower yet. Um, so they took an old tour bus and stuck it in the middle of the grandstands. and That's awesome. Well, That's, yeah, except you for, can't, for you, somebody it you is. Can, you can't see the cars going down the front stretch. All you see is the roof. Oh, So it, it, it makes it a little tricky. Hey, I got to tell you right now, last night I think was the first time I've ever been to Monadnock that I've actually watched a race from the beer garden ever. Well, yeah, usually – Announced it from the big red truck, right? Usually I'm over there in yeah, that big red truck. Over, over in turn three, yeah. And yeah. it's a different angle looking down the front straightaway instead of down that. You're like, ooh, he's going to get so, the wall. Nope, he's so got more room. <laughs> it was really interesting. So I sat with Parks in the pace truck last night, and so we were watching from the top of two, watching them go down the back stretch. And it was really interesting to watch them as they come up off of two towards that wall. The scariest one was... Pomosco and his mini stock, no less than ten times. Park and Parks and I puckered up and went, "Oh, he's gonna knock it down this time." <laughs> it, it, it was crazy, but uh, and for anybody that's never been to Manadnock, when he says you come up at a two, you you're climbing uphill, <laughs> like you are legitimately climbing up the hill to come at, down the backstretch. At, at most racetracks, up out of the corner or down into the corner is a phrase. Yeah. At Manadnock, it's the truth. <laughs> oh yeah, you yeah. get you get planted into the corner yes. and you come up out yeah. of it, especially into three with the big. And this is another place I don't want them to pave. Oh, God, no. Uh, this, yeah. uh, this, no, 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 no. Yeah. They killed Thunder Road. <sighs> Ruined Thunder Road. My God, I can't uh, agree so, with you so, more. So, hang on. As long as we're on the subject, there's this rumor that y- your boy here has yes! never yes! been to. Jesus Christ. Yes! Is that true? Oh, that's very, it's 100% true. So, this isn't 100%. like made up for the podcast? No, 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 no. You're sure? I've, I mean. No, I've never been. I've never To Thunder been. Road. Never. Barry, Barry Vermont. Nation site of excitement. He's selling it to you. I understand. I grasp the understanding that I need to get there. It's the allure, man. So uh, you guys must be like breaking a law. Is it legal to do a racing podcast and have never <laughs> oh been to Thunder Road? Oh, my God. I mean, are we gonna, is the FBI like going to break in here or something? They might. They, they might. They cut they might. them and stop <laughs> them. And, but to be fair, very first episode I said, I'm not a driver. 
I have not been to Thunder Road. To be fair, I've tried driving. I don't think I am one. Yeah. So I just love the sport. I'm a fan. Like I'm I'm coming from the, the fans. You're not making your case here. Uh, if <laughs> anything, you're making it worse. <laughs> well, that's true. I call him that's the fan true. girl. Yeah. <laughs> the fan girl. Listen. I, Who's your favorite driver? What just of Okay, here, mods. Just, just no, or no all time. No, just all time favorite. Whole world Winston Cup to Enduro. Who's your favorite driver? So I'm gonna give me myself, one name. I'm gonna, gonna bury myself a little bit more. I'm not a huge NASCAR guy. I'm a mod. That's guy. okay. No, that's cool. I'm a mod. So guy who's your favorite driver? Through. Matt Hirschman has to be big money. Matt. Big money man has. I to I was be. hoping he could, he'd say something that could really crap. <laughs> yeah, I gotta kind of give him that. Yeah, one. you can't go against yeah, Matt. No, not really. We, we got Matt on yesterday, but mm-hmm. I probably stood outside of his trailer for forty-five minutes, so nervous <laughs> to try to get him to come so on funny. here. So funny. That when, is so funny. And when yeah. I finally worked up enough stones to go up and be yeah. like, I think I blacked out one because I don't right. remember what I said. Yeah. But he was just like, Oh yeah, give me a minute. I'll I'll come yeah. right up. And I was like, It was that easy. And literally, like yeah. I told you. Easy. So we went over and tried to get Woody at the end of the day, but mm-hmm. again, Woody was, and, and I'm not he was knocking thrashing. anybody yeah, else, no, but not at all. he had shocks in his hands. He had yeah. tire. He was working on the car. He wasn't really doing anything. He was just holding them for the He, he may no, have been, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Woody's one of those guys that, that he does crashes. get involved. Yeah, yeah, so I literally, like, at the end of the day, uh, just before they went out for the heat races, he's kind of standing there talking to one of his guys, and I'm holding a sticker, and I'm just like, hey, man, I'm DJ. You know, we talked over the podcast, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, I remember you. I'm like, I understand you're busy. I get it, man. Here's a sticker, thanks. And I thought it was like the coolest thing just to be yeah. on the car. Like, I mean, hey. I put that yeah. sticker on the car, and I was like, no, sh- dude. No <laughs> way. Yeah. Four months ago when we started this thing, no way would I ever been like, Woody Pickett is going to have a sticker. And Sammy Ramo is going to wear a turn four podcast. <laughs> in, in victory lane. lane. In, in victory lane. lane. That's and pretty badass. Shout That's out, badass. Shout yeah. out to Sammy Ramo. Won me a decent amount of money in the beer garden last night. <laughs> so Sammy Ramo. His best quote of the night, though, was coming up to me afterwards. He goes, I told you that hat would be a victory lead. <laughs> yeah. like, so, boy. <laughs> so, funny story. Again, in the pace truck last night, hanging out, and he pulls the car to the top of one and two and stops, yeah. right? And he's <laughs> on the roof, jumping up and down, happy. And here comes his crew, which averages 6'2", 6'3", 250. Yeah, they're not small. There's <laughs> two officials. Guys, guys, you, you can't go over there. <laughs> I'm like, good luck. <laughs> You're out. Don't don't even do it. It's and not I, gonna happen. And I understand you don't want everybody bum rushing the car and like everything else. But it, it was well, the last race of the night. What are they gonna do? Well, it's the no. last race. You know of, what I mean? Like I get it if it was the second race of the night. Yeah, you get them off the track. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. But it's the last race of the night. The kid I mean, just won a six thousand dollar race coming right. from sixteenth with right. but that's forty to go. Kind of old hat for him now. I know. I mean, six thousand races. It's like yeah, whatever. You know, well, it's like last year when he wrecked the car during practice. Yeah, yeah. wins and they're like. Man, how's it feel to win 6K? And he's like, dude, we <laughs> spent that in parts today. <laughs> <laughs> we spent 10 on the race car. Yeah. 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 So, so what do you think about the move he made? Two laps to go, three laps to go, whatever he Did made you, on Silk. Uh, you know. Bump and run or not so, a bump and run? It, definitely not a bump and run. Okay. He I, I buried am, it. I am really, um, really frustrated with the direction of racing in general but but a lot of it in the mods with the bump and runs and the contact and it's just gotten out of control and it's well he'd have done it and i did what i had to do and blah blah, blah. the move by ramo was it, it certainly wasn't a bump and run it wasn't super dirty it was a little dirtier than i like but two to go at the end of a race i mean 6k on the line yeah man. i mean i don't know you know i you know i'm not psyched about it but uh, you know uh, it I'm also on, not sitting in the race car. That's very. You know? It put on a so. show. 
No, he, he absolutely put on a show, you know, and and I honestly thought he did a lap earlier. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> I thought he'd done it a lap early, and Silk was going to oh, come back and man. move him. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it happened down in three and four, and it came down the front stretch, and Silk got right to the back bumper, and I'm like, okay, into three, this is the move. And Ramo just yanked him down the back oh, stretch. Oh, my God, did he ever? It was over, but the <laughs> like, yeah. wow. Yeah, that he car was, was driving, so you know, that that team, you know, I know Russ Hershey's helping them and, and his dad, and that team just had that car rolling really good at the end of that race. And when he came up here yesterday to talk on the podcast, he's like, yeah, we ran both cars during practice on Friday to see which one we thought was going to be better here. So Zach's like, oh, we'll return it for time. He's like, oh, we weren't worried about the transponder. Yeah, he's like, really? Well, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's, that's true. True. I mean, I looked at I looked at practice times from Friday, and there weren't any because you know guys weren't running. You know, you just on a Friday practice like that, you just want to get the car right. You want to get it. So Come on, it's good. You don't want to show what's in your hand though, either. Absolutely. <laughs> like, no I, question about it. I don't blame him. No, I would not a bit. If I not if I spent that amount of money on race cars and I knew I was coming here to win six K mm-hmm. to win, and I was running all day on Friday, that transponder's never hit I the car. I wouldn't put the transponder on until they held a gun to my head and said I had to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm going to shoot my shot here, though, because I know Sam's going to listen to this. I want to know what happened when they pulled off at lap 55 or whatever it was. Why it took so long. Why it took so long, because I was in the beer garden saying, is it a cold pit or is it a hot pit? Right. I got right. told it was a cold pit, so I wasn't too nervous, and then I'm watching cars come out. <laughs> and I'm like, where is he? Yeah. Where is he? And he comes out 16th or whatever yeah. it was. I was like, it was a hot pit. No, and we all talked it about it. Over. I thought it was over there. Yeah, there was yeah. some confusion there. You know, I was, I was, you know, Parks was driving the pace truck again, and I, you know, so I was listening, and and they were like, no, that's sixty-five to seventy-five. So I don't know if they just got it wrong or or if they had an issue with the car, but. Uh, <laughs> To be fair, those last 45 laps, they didn't get it wrong. They were spot on. He, he put on a heck of a show. It was uh, it was cool. It was well worth the money last night, I thought. Anybody that paid entry fee right. comes in the grand. They got their money's worth. They got their yeah, money's worth. And so. Christ, even the fact that it was, and not to give a shout-out to Speed 51, but the fact that it monthly paid subscribers got to watch right. that race for free. Yeah, yeah and they were, doing, they were doing the whole double camera thing. I mean, they did it, they did it right. They'd, I was up here with Brandon for a little while, and yeah. uh, hats off to those guys. They do a heck of a job. I was going to say, they... They do a they do a great job, and when we were talking, when they were setting up here up here yesterday, they're like, yeah, no, actually, we get to we get to do the pure stocks because they're not NASCAR yep. sanctioned. We get to do the, the trucks, trucks, we get yeah. to do the mods, we get to do quite a bit tonight. And again, I think they've got your guys's show today on mm-hmm. there, which again, this won't air until yep. afterwards. But yep. I think that's a good deal for people that can't necessarily make it to the racetrack because again, I think it's the way of the future. I think streaming is the way of the future. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um it, I mean, it definitely is. It's tough. I, I don't know how I feel about it in terms of, you know, live broadcasts and, and that sort of stuff. I, you know, I'm sort of old school. But blackout. I think there should be a blackout. Radius. I think there should be a 100-mile blackout radius for anybody it's that's that, games or yeah. that close. Yeah. If it's not I guess sold my question out. question there is how easy is that to do? I mean, baseball I, you know, does it. Baseball does it. Baseball, all. Yeah, football, all those guys yeah, do but it. That's, you I know, know. Yeah, it's cable. Different scale. You know, I mean, I don't know. That would be a good question for Brandon. You ought to get yeah. him on the podcast. Brandon's. Know, a wealth a of knowledge. One. He's a good yeah. dude. I like Brandon a lot. Yeah, I mean, like pain, I said, he's a pain in my butt sometimes, but he's a good dude. <laughs> I love it. Jeff Zadema just stepped in. Ladies yeah, he wants to work hey, on microphones or something. Man, I, don't I was gonna say, I don't yeah, think, most, I don't think we mostly got myth. I don't, <laughs> mostly I don't think myth. we've got four hours for him though. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to would come definitely, back. It would definitely be an interesting episode. I'd want to be in on that. I've got some questions for him. So, uh, so what you're saying is, if we get a day free, make sure we call you absolutely. first. Absolutely, <laughs> I'll send you some notes. I got you covered. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. Well, hey, Eddie, thanks for uh, popping up and shooting.
with us for a few minutes. We no appreciate problem. it. So, sometime this winter, we'll have to do a, a full story telling bad mouthing. You oh, no problem. And we'll we'll uh, we'll sling some dirt this winter or something. And you let have us have a little fun. Uh, you let me know, man. I'm I'm all about it once we get into winter. All right, sounds go. good, man. All Thanks. Right, guys. All right, we were able to catch up with GM of Lee USA Speedway, Joe Bassett. Joe, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Good. So how do you how do you become a GM of a racetrack? That's what that's the first thing that I want to know. Yeah. Um, it's been a long road. Um, I've been involved with racing all my life, mo- heavily since I got out of high school, and we won't say what year that was. <laughs> when I say it to some guys, it's like I wasn't even born yet. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so we, I wound up at Lee, actually, I was crew chiefing for Bobby Melvin on his street stock then, now the late model sportsman. And um, my career path as far as working for a local DPW, fire department, whatever, Yeah. my plan was when the time was right, I retired from that and um, become, you know, try to take over the track and see what I could do to try to make it better. Yeah. So. How long have you been there? Oh, I started in staging in 2007, I believe. Um, did that for three years, and then I moved to tech. Yeah. And then 2013, Red and Judy asked me to start doing promotions, and I did that till 2016. And I spent a year working for New Hampshire Motor Speedway running the show care program. Good for you. Nice. And... Bill Callen decided it was time to retire, and the phone rang. It was Judy McDonald, and I'm like, I don't want to take this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my, my boss at New Hampshire Motor Speedway at the time says, well, why? I'm like, you're not going to like it. They're going to offer me a job. I, I just know it. Yep. And um, I, I, for about two months, I do I play the 50-year-old juvenile delinquent running around with a race car and, you know, put people like Lyndon Byers in the car with me and the announcers? Um, from the Red Sox and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, go out and do a burnout and get the, you know, how big a burnout do you want? And burn it down till the tires blow. It's like, okay, okay. let's go. Yeah. So do I get a real job or do I keep playing playing race cars? And right. My heart always brought me back to Lee, so. Yeah. That's where I want to go. All right, so were you from down that way then? I grew up in Groton, Mass. Right now, I currently okay. live in New Ipswich, New Hampshire, which I'm actually closer to here at Monadnock than I am yeah. there. But, um, yeah, my heart's at Lee. Well, I got I to gotta give you a compliment. Lee is a great track, but Oktoberfest down there is, I mean, next. if anybody's never been to Oktoberfest, they need to go because it is a show all weekend long. I would love to say I could take credit for that. But That's been around for a while. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I mean, that was one of the things that Russ Conway started, and after he passed away, that's why we changed it to Russ Conway's yep. Oktoberfest. Um, when they changed it from the Trioval to what the configuration is now, they only had a handful of races, so that's one of the things they did. They did an Oktoberfest, and it's just slowly grown with Red and Judy McDonald. And then we did, we've done some different things since the Wrens took over the track. Young Norman and I came up with some different things and tried some things. And, we, and hopefully we'll continue to grow it and make it bigger, better. Or, and maybe not necessarily bigger, better, but just better. Yeah. Right. I mean, to be fair, you talk to most of these guys in the pit area. When we start getting towards August and September, they want to make sure their car is good to go for Oktoberfest. Yeah. And that's going to feel pretty good as a GM to know there's a lot of guys that want to go down. What really feels good. Is all, every year, of course, we, with COVID this year, we didn't go up. Um, 
we do Steve Perry show up in Augusta, Maine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's January, and people are asking me about Oktoberfest. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. And it's like, can I get the doors open? Can I get past my Isma race yeah. and everything <laughs> yeah. else that I got to do? Because I really don't, other than I can tell you the dates and some of the divisions in January, I, I don't know what's going to yeah, be. Yeah, we got We need some time to put this together. <laughs> Is it, are the Isma mods really all that they're advertised to be? I've never seen an Isma mod race before. They are all that and more. Really? They are. They are. Um, super modifieds have always been dear to my heart growing up watching them race. My father-in-law actually built and owned the 61 Junior that Bentley Warren used to drive. Okay. And if you hear anybody talk about Bentley in his 1989 season, um, they won everything there was to win in that thing. No kidding. Oh, yeah. So for me, Isma's always been special, even before I, I, I worked at the track. But, um, yeah, they're just – they are just awesome. The best thing about those cars is right before dusk, find the highest spot you can stand, or, you know, in the stands. Yeah. Stand up and so you could try to look down at them. You can literally see the vapor trails. That's awesome. It, 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 it is. Yikes. They're cranking. Those things and must be rolling, especially at Lee. They must be rolling. They're, they're not as impressive as they are as at Thompson. And, yeah, which I think we've had that conversation yeah. before. Right? I, I heard you guys talking about that. Yeah. I don't know if it was last podcast. Yeah, or something, yeah. something like that. But um, they just, they're awesome. It's just, you watch them get on the gas, and the cars jump. That wing comes down. It sets it back down. They get into the corner. They hit the brakes. The wing comes up. It unloads. Again, the thing is up in the air, back on the gas. Down it goes. It's gone. See, I got I to gotta go full disclosure here. A couple episodes, I was like, I, they look, oh, they look a little weird to me on on racetracks, but I've never seen a race live before. <laughs> when I, I, I when I was promoting, I had the 27 Ed Shea's old car that Russ Wood used to drive that I towed everywhere. Yeah. And people would ask, and, and the same thing, looks weird. I says, but it's racing by the numbers. I want to say it's 1,900 pounds <laughs> without the driver. If Isma people are listening and I'm wrong, I, I apologize, but... <laughs> Um, it's like 1,900 pounds, 65% left side weight. Holy smokes. And like 900 horsepower. So, so they're rolling. They're nothing. They're made for nothing but to go fast, turn left, and do it mean. It sounds <laughs> with those numbers, yeah. I didn't know that until just now. You so could, it sounds you like. You can literally, a couple of good-sized guys could take the left side of one of them and pick it up because everything is on the other side. I mean, excuse me, the right side. Right side. Wow. That's so wild. How, how many cars do you think are going to be down there? Roughly, I know you can't. It, you don't have crystal balls. Last year, I was I was actually happy. I think we had fifteen or sixteen. Okay. Uh, and that was with the Canadian border closed. Yeah. Um, it varies because you have to see what um the guys from Ohio and the Midwest are doing, um the Oswego guys. It can be anywhere from fourteen to to twenty twenty two. Which that that 22. fourteen to eighteen is kind of the. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you want more cars, the merrier, but those guys, if you start getting 20, 22, 24, that's got to be scary out yeah. there. And, and last year, we had um, what I want to say was a quality field. Yep. There was no, you know, starting parks. There was no guys that were, you know, right around the back of the pack because th I love these cars and I just want to drive them. Yeah. They were all quality cars, and I would say any one of them had a shot to win that. That's awesome. Well, it sounds like. We got to make it down to Lee. Yeah, hey. no problem there. I, I'm kind of sad because I I've seen him here at Manadnock, 
great show. One of the first times I ever went up to Claremont about three or four years ago, I stood up right in front of the concession stand looking down at the track, and my first thought was, Isma would be awesome here. Hey, they're coming this year. And, yeah, and this is the year. Because it's going to be weird because where you have you drive that track differently than you do, say, Lee, Manadnock, Hudson, going into one later, the way you come out of four, it's going to be a show. Yeah. So is Lee, is Lee running that night, though? It is. <laughs> Can you uh, call in sick? Can you do that at a racetrack? Can you no, call in sick? <laughs> no. I think I, – I, no, there's no calling in sick. <laughs> Tell Parks he needs to Facebook Live it to you. Yeah, stream it to <laughs> you. Take, you take the 20 minutes and just watch this, Facebook this Live. Is, this is one of the races that I, I'll be willing to bet that I will speed 51 it so I can get the replay of it. Yeah. There you go. I, hey, I don't blame you there at all. Because um, it, I think it's going to be a great show. I hope they get a good car count, and I think it's going to be great. Hey, well, we got you. anybody you want to try to shout out, any races you want to try to promote while you're on here, I mean, let her rip. <laughs> <laughs> Put me on the spot. Well, uh, 14th, 14th, 15th, and 16th is uh, May Madness. Friday's Test and Tune. Saturday is um, our Rodfather Late Model Sportsman, along with NEMA, NEMA Lights. Um, the main Wicked Good Vintage, and I know a lot of people cringe when you talk vintage, but if you haven't seen vintage cars till you saw the, the Wicked Good early late models, those guys... Big horsepower, old tires, and they race them. Yeah. It's not like the stars. It's your turn to win, and everybody yeah. else gets to race for <laughs> I love those guys to death, too. Don't get me wrong. But there's something about those early, late models. They sound mean. They look cool. And, they, like I said, they really, really race them. I, I watched a guy, I think it was Wiscasset, um, just pile a 57 Chevy into the wall. Oh, <laughs> oh no. My God. Wiped it out, and it's like. Oh, and the guy just, yeah, we'll fix it, we'll be back. Oh, my God. That takes some stones, I guess. That's a racer right there. But, fix it, we'll be back. But on, on that show, we also have the um, Granite State Mini Stocks and the uh, Pro 4 Mods, which will be their first race Ooh. of this year. We're doing uh, Norm Wren the third uh, Triple Crown Series. Yep. Nice. And Norm raced that division. It's going to be the Pro 4 Mods and our four divisions. Um, the other four divisions will race, I Without the schedule in front of me, I yep. believe it's June 11th, um, July 2nd, and then his birthday, the night before his birthday, um, July 23rd. Yep. So we have those races, plus our late model sportsman ring races, our belt race for the street stocks, and then um, at Oktoberfest, yeah. we'll, be, um, yeah. we'll be doing the belt race, well, excuse me, the quest for the cup race for the modifieds. Yeah, it'll be the final, race, right? Yeah. Yep. And... Um, Gonna, I'm working now to, to do the Freedom 300 again this year. Um, Norm and I got a little overzealous with the schedule last year. <laughs> and bit off a little more than we could chew, and then along with a couple of mechanical problems and this and that. Um, didn't come out the way we wanted it to, so September 12th I decided we'll do it again this year. We'll only do three divisions, and I'm working for the sponsorship now and everything else. And, yeah. Um, we're definitely going to try to do the pro stocks, the street stocks, and probably shouldn't say it, but I, I, I want to try to do something with the trucks. I want to yes. do, I want to do pro stocks for 150 laps and the street stocks, and if I can do something with the trucks, 75 laps each, and do the 10,000 to win, 5,000 to win, and 5,000 for the trucks. Yes. Money. 
Big money. Yeah, we'll keep our eye on that one. That yeah. one will be so, one to go to. Like I said, I haven't worked out details with the trucks. I, I have tried to do it as a truck race. Yeah. And right now, they, they their schedule's full. Yep. So I don't know if I, I can pull off enough trucks and, and make it a non-points, yeah. our own race. Hey, but five, five grand to win, you might get yeah. more than you bargained for. Yeah. Well, I, I just think it's, it's something you need to streamline it. Three big headliners, yeah. And, oh, yeah, and and put on the show. Absolutely, because I do feel bad that the fans didn't get what they paid for last year. So I want to make it better. Yep. Hey. Well, that's good. Uh, listen, I'm again. I'm also not a huge fan of trucks. I think they look weird on a racetrack. I will give it to them though. Last night they put on a good show. I thought uh, the trucks, uh, right up until about the last five laps, they had a little well, bit of rough yeah, going, well, but that happens. It is what it I'll is. I'll tell but. you, the finish though last night is exactly what made. Norm the third fall in love with the track, yeah. the trucks, um, because you, just like you guys, Norm was like first Oktoberfest we did together. You know they bought the track. I already had the schedule out. He looks at it, he goes trucks. What are the trucks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Norm, you're gonna love them. He's, he's okay. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. And um, similar to last night's finish here, where you had the top three trucks into the wall at the end. Yeah, of the sideways. Um, we had, I believe it was the 97 truck that didn't finish last night, and the three truck, which wasn't here. Yeah. They crossed the line virtually almost in a dead heat. Um, the 57 wound up spinning off into the grass, and the three that wound up actually being the winner piled in the turn one wall. I mean, the right front was just pushed right back. <laughs> They both come walking to victory lane, smiling, laughing, and they had a great race. And That's racing. You, you need and, more of that. And, and Norm just said, you're right. Yeah. And, and he, he would have them every chance we get. And then we, we, we had made them part of the um, Ollie Silver Classic, but because of scheduling conflicts, I couldn't get them this year. So I, this year I'll have the uh, – the early late models from the main Wicked Vintage because it's the right fit with the Ollie Silver era. But That sounds neat, though. Um, nice. But, no, the Freedom 300 has to happen, and I'm going to make it right this year. Good. Cool. Well, sounds exciting, great. Man. We really appreciate you taking yeah. some time and coming up and talking with us, man. Thank you for Not coming up. Not a problem. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Apex Racing, located at 972 West Swansea Road in Swansea, New Hampshire, is now open and ready to assist you. Keep them in mind when the time comes for all your parts and accessory needs for your upcoming race season. Need help setting up and maintaining your car? Their in-house staff will be there to help you out with those needs as well. Last but not least, they will have the NHSTRA modified rides available for rent on a weekly basis. Apex, Apex Racing, we'll see you in victory lane. lane. All right, so we were able to catch up with the crate mod winner from last night, Matt Kimmel. Matt, that thing was on rails last night, buddy. Oh, yeah, the call is amazing. I can't complain. Um, I knew if we had the stagger right, I was going to uh, get clear there in the beginning on the outside, and uh, we just had a better restart. Solomon spun his tires, and, uh, you know, we were clear, and then we were set sail from there. I pushed it there in the beginning, um, and, um, you know, got clear by 5-6, and then I just got on cruise control and just – Made sure I didn't slip my tires and just uh, been as clean and smooth as I could just in case anything happened there at the end. Two for two so far this year in the crate mod. Uh, you looked pretty decent in the tour type mod. Um, just looks like things didn't quite <laughs> fall fall your way last night in that race. 
Yeah, we were chasing that car kind of all day. We were just on top of the racetrack, just couldn't find the grip that we needed. But we had a pretty good car for the race. You know, we probably had a top 10, maybe a top 5 car. Uh, just depends. But um, we I over-adjusted it. I told them what to do, and it was just too much. We tightened it up too much. But um, then we just got unlucky there. There's people made contact in front of us going into one, and then we just had nowhere to go. So it was just crap luck. But, you know, we'll be back in June and... I was going to say, so Ju June's the MRS race down here? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's our next race for it, I think. And, uh, I mean, I'll have to look at the schedule. I ain't really paying attention much. I'm just taking it a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you there. So your crate mod is the Apex car, but yep. your tour cars, that's out of your, your shop, family yep, that's, family run? That's our family car, the number 50 cars. Yeah. Yep. Um, so how did, you get, how did you get hooked up with Plumber and the Apex deal? How did that all yep. fall together? Uh, well, Corey and my brother uh, were buddies at first, and then so they were buddies. So then we started pitting next to each other in the mini stocks every week. Then now we're going to Applebee's for dinner after every race. And just <laughs> nice. one thing led to another, and now now here we are. And I'll tell you what, I was I admitted it last week when I was announcing down at Claremont, but uh, I've never been a big yellow guy. But there's something about that black car with yeah. the yellow Nerf bars. That yeah. thing pops. It, it looks, looks good. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. When. That's what Jonah wanted, and um, he said that's how his uh, first car looked when he raced. And I wasn't a fan of yellow either, but I just I love the look of the thing. <laughs> it looks mean. So we just kind of touched on it a little bit coming up here. So you said, you know, kind of yesterday fell into your hands, got a good draw, you know, yep. starting straight up and everything. So if there's the same amount of cars as there was last night, you guys are going to run another 50 lapper tonight, correct? Yeah, there'll probably be a little less today, uh, probably around 16, 17. You think I don't so? know. I don't know if we'll do 40 or 50, but um, I didn't get a good draw today, so. What was the draw? Uh, I drew 24. Ooh. Yeah. So Rough. We'll <laughs> see what we can do in the heat. They start straight up, so. I mean, even if you win the heat, you'll still start on the pole no matter what. No matter draw, what. So, so. just, yep. you got to get to the front in a hurry during the heat race, basically. Yep. So going from the crate car to the tour car, is there a different strategy in between? Like, so a dummy like me that's never raced, right? I see a modified, and I'm like, I know that there's a difference in motor and some yep. other things between the crate car and the tour car. But is there, like, a different strategy as far as how you race those cars? Well, definitely how you race, but let's say for a practice, um, no. I mean, I drive it into the corner the same. I'm a, li I'm a little more aggressive on the crate car just because it's not as much power. But on the tour car, you got to have a lot more throttle control. But for the race, there's definitely a uh, – Definitely a difference because uh, it's a hundred laps. You got to be there. You know, you can't win the race in the first fifty laps. You got to be there at the end. So, I mean, I started on the pole, which um, I wasn't a fan about. But <laughs> then uh, I slowly dropped back and then started riding around, and um, you know, it just didn't work out. But strategy-wise, it's a little different. But um, it's really just more patience in the tour car than there the is in the crate car. Yeah. Is it hard to drop to just jump from one to the other on the same day for you? Um. Well, back when I raced mini stocks, I jumped from a mini stock to a modified, and that was a lot different. Oh, my God. Wow. Because um, it was a front-wheel drive car, then I went to a rear-wheel drive car. But from a crate car to a tour car, they really it doesn't bother me that much. It's just a little bit different on the throttle control. You know, the tour car goes twice as fast on the straightaway. But, I mean, other than just throttle control, there really ain't that much of a difference. That's not too bad then, I guess. Yeah. Uh, anybody you want to thank before we sign off here, Matt? Yeah, I got to thank uh, uh, Corey, Jonah, Michelle, uh, just giving me this opportunity. I got to thank everyone at Apex, uh, just all the guys up there in the shop every week making the car fast. And then um, 
I got to thank my dad, obviously, and just uh, all the guys that help Apex out and just making this car fast every week. Am I betting on you tonight? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. yes. All right. Well, hey, man, we appreciate you coming yeah, up and talking with up. us. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, guys. All right, we were able to catch up with Jimmy Renfro Jr. So, Jimmy, we got the street stock here only today, man. We keep, Can we talk Dad into bringing the pro stock down? Is it ready? Uh, I haven't even worked on it, really. <laughs> um, I mean, he probably wouldn't be against bringing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, get him on the horn. We can get here by race time. Yeah, right. So you've had some pretty successful luck so far this year already in the street stock, man. Um, do you just have a knack for that thing? Do you like that thing the best? Or what's, what's the deal with the street stock? Yeah, I don't know. I just... Um I don't know, I've just been pretty good the last couple of years, and we've uh, stepped up our street stock program a lot. Um, and, yeah, it's not that I don't like the other cars. I'm just really good in that. For good some in the reason. street stock? Yeah. You won at Loudoun. Yep. You won last weekend at Claremont. Yep. Did you go down south to the street stock at all? I did, yeah. I ran three um, mass street stock races down there. How would you do in those? Uh, I finished third and one and sixth and one. And then I finished sixth in the New Year's Bash. That's not that's not bad because those were races that there was, like, probably, what, 30, 40 street stocks down there? Well, the New Year's Bash, they had 58 cars. Yeah, I was going to say. Holy smokes. That was a lot. And uh, we qualified second, so. That's not a bad gig, dude. Now, did anything change in the car from last year to this year? Or is that uh, still well, I had a different car that I ran down there. Yeah. Um, but, no, from last year to this year, it's the same car. Wow. So do you, are you living the dream right now, just racing all year round? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Living the dream. What's it like just to race? That's cool. Like, I don't I don't like to stop racing in the winter. So, you know, right. even when we go down there, we only get to race, like, once a month. But it's better than not racing for six months. Very true. You think that helps you, though, when you yeah, come back here because so. you've already gotten? Yeah, it keeps you, like, you know, keeps you racing, keeps you going. So I think it does. I mean, the proof's in the pudding. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. I said on the way up here, I've won – a decent amount of money off of your name, so uh, hopefully we get one more today. Now, how how old are you? Uh, I just turned eighteen. Just Jesus Christ! Living the dream. I feel at like you've been years I, old, baby. I was gonna say, I feel like you've been racing for like five years, six years in the street stocks and up. Yeah, I think it's this been is probably only close. My third third year, I think third full year in streeter. Jesus, man! And you've run pro stocks, you've run ACT late models, you've run streets. Did you run a four cylinder prior to this? Or? Yeah, I ran a mini stock. Did you? Down towards, like, Lee, Hudson area? Yeah, I ran Star and Hudson. Star and Hudson? I was going to say, what's home? Home track's Lee, right? Yeah, pretty. I mean, I, I couldn't race there until I was 14, and I started to race when I was 10, so. Yeah, oh, Hudson? So we yeah, had to travel. Like Hudson and Star. <laughs> oh, so. my God. Yeah, it took me a while to be able to race that Lee, but once I um once I was able to race there, that's where I've been. Because that's where you're running full-time this year, right, in the streeter is yep. Lee? and I ran there full-time last year. Do you have a championship? At Lee, I do, yeah. You do, yeah. I have one at Lee, one at Hudson. Actually, two at Hudson, one at Lee. And two at Hudson. Might be uh, do you chase championships or you just chase wins? Not really. Like, I go for wins in the beginning, and then I end up leading the points. And, <laughs> <just end up laughs> and then, then you're like, oh, the God team. damn it, we're stuck now. Say, I was going to say, it was a couple years ago you came up to Claremont, and you ripped off, like, three straight wins or two straight whatever it was. At that point, do you look at it and say, like, hey, we're leading the points. Do we come back? Yeah, kind of like that year at Claremont, I didn't even plan on racing all the races. Which is what I heard. It opened the first, and we ran two, three races there, and we clicked off two, three wins. Yeah. And then we ran, like, the next eight races, I think, after that. I was going to say, you kept coming back because I, up until that point, I hadn't heard of you. And then you showed up, and you just lit the world on fire. Yeah. And I was like, like, whoa. Yeah, we had uh, we couldn't race like until these guys did this five track thing. We couldn't really race at Claremont or, you know, with our street socks, we were limited to Star or 
right. you know, Hudson or whatever. But then when they came with this NHSTRA deal, then we could go those different places. So so it helps you out then, which oh, is awesome. It gives thing. you more places to race for sure. Well, thank God for that because I think, I think I love it when you show up to Claremont. Obviously, I know that's not a home track, and I know you're not going to probably – I'm assuming you're not running a full season at Claremont this year. Yeah, no, I just went up there like the first couple weeks to get some, try to get some wins. You know? But I think every time you roll in, everybody goes – here comes Jimmy. We got to tighten up a little bit more. Not saying that they don't tighten up every week, but right. it steps everybody else's game up a little bit more, knowing that you don't stop racing. You race all year round. And those guys, you know, some of them take five, six months off for the winter and not turn any laps. And I, I guess race and only. The, best that, the right. best that they have is I racing. So, yeah. Yep. Well, so, I love it. So you've got a bunch of wins in the street socks. Have you won in the ACT late model yet? I've only ran, I've only won I've won three like weekly weekly shows shows but I've never won an act race and you've got a Granite State Pro Stocks win correct yeah, at a Star at Star yeah. yeah was that the night you spun off the backstretch and then came back to win yeah I was out in the woods <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah. well hey man we really pre- uh, anybody you want to thank before we sign off uh, just my mom and dad especially um, Andrew Lemieux and Lemieux Racing they've uh, come on board with me at the end of last year and this year and that's who I'll be racing for this year at Lee. Perfect. Nice. Um, so can't thank those guys enough. My mom and dad, uh, R&R Public Wholesalers, uh, Renfrew Motorsports, um, R&R Race Parts NH, uh, Granite State Power Sports, and um, just everybody that helps me out. Couldn't do it without all them. Perfect. Thanks for the time, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. All right. So we're able to catch up with Devin O'Connell from the Pro Stock Series. Top of the board, man, for the practice. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. So uh, car feels really, really good. We kind of played around with some stuff. Um, we thought at first we were hitting the racetrack. Uh, reality is it's just a, it's a massive bump going on the pit road. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're over here adding packers. I'm like, oh, my God, it's getting tighter, tighter, tighter. I'm like, let's pull all those back out. out. So, you know, we didn't have our wear indicators on when we'd like to, but we went back out and we were right back on pace. So Perfect. Um, yeah, exactly. I think we got a great car today. A little bit of a different format. We got the 320 lap features, milk bowl style. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a show. It's going to be a slugfest. It's going to be all out from lap one. To You're going to have to go. Yeah, There's it. no Get riding. No, not at all. So uh, no saving tires. <laughs> no sandbagging tonight. Would you rather run triple 20s or would you rather run the Hondo? It's a great question, honestly. <laughs> I'm at a racetrack. I get to race something. You know, I That's did 100 laps true. yesterday uh, with the Tri-Track Series and, you know, had a respectable run for it being my third time in a modified so yeah we're gonna go out here have some fun it's a different format it's you know we don't get to do this very often so i'm really looking forward to it yeah so let's touch on that mod ride uh, no yeah. we talked about it a little bit on the way up so your third third time really kind of running that car made the show so that had to have been a good feeling um and then would you say top 15 you were yeah we finished 13th we made the show i mean credit it was the final transfer spot of the conti but you're uh, in. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it was a wicked show. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm sure the fans were on the feet watching that one because it was a slugfest. It was that it was. So I mean, it was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, who doesn't love good door handle? Door handle. Just two guys giving it everything they got. Any so, kind of racing, man. How'd you How'd you get into that ride? So, uh, Dale gave me a, a call one day. Um, his son Mike. Now, credit his son Mike being, you know, in his mid fifties or so. Right. He gave me. A, uh, he called me. He's like, Mike wants to get out of it, and. Uh, you know, I'd like to have you come drive the car. Um, I've known Dale for a very long time. He now, who's Dale? Dale who? Dale Holdridge. Okay, okay, okay. So he, um, trying to think about just how to word it, but basically, yeah. I grew up with I grew up with his grandkid. He's seen me race all throughout, you know, carts, legacy cars, uh, legends, Actor, Pro Stocks. You know, he's seen it all just from me being a kid. And uh, you know, 
as you know, I kind of developed up. He's like, you know, come drive the car. I'm like, absolutely. You know, I'm never going to turn that down. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I, I finally get to do some modified experience. Me being from Connecticut, it's been, it's I live in modified country. Even though yes, I drive you do. A, even though, I mean, I love late model racing. It's That's my heart and soul, but I do watch the modifieds. And so I your heart it. and soul is Fenders. Then. It is. I, I yeah. love them. Um, you know, I've always loved the Fender cars. I don't know what got me turned on to them, but yeah. they're a lot of fun. And, so uh, did you race Stafford last weekend? Uh, I did not, no. I was going to say, oh, wait, Mike. I'm sorry. The Grand Estate, yes, I did. Yeah, so... Where'd you, how'd you do in that? We finished sixth. So sixth, so not bad. Because that's the first time I think Pro Stocks have been at Stafford since like 01, oh, 2000, 2000, something like that. actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, there was a pass show back in oh. 2011 okay. or so, I think. All right. So I didn't know that. Um, so you do obviously traveling with the Pro Stock Series. What's your favorite track to run it? I would have to say Thunder Road. Yeah. I mean, oh, out of all, this is one of my top. I mean, this is a close. If we're talking the region, I mean, it's probably Thunder Road. Here in White Mountain, probably tied for second. Yeah. Um, That's you know, interesting. Yeah. No, I love. I banked. You like banked. I yeah. do. Yeah. I, love, I, love, I don't know what it is with bank quarter miles. I love them. They're so much fun. Like, you know, one track, I, I really want to. We got a brand new super late model, you know, full-blown derby rules. Yeah. That, that we just built up. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, one thing that's on my bucket list, I can't do it this year just with work and everything, but hopefully next year, Slinger Nationals. Really? I want to uh, go to Slinger Nationals. Though. That would be. That'd be a big jump. Yeah. 30, uh, Thirty-two degrees of banking, yeah. quarter oh mile, quarter mile. Like Damn. that's like every. That's like my dream track right there. Yeah, yeah. that's very true, dude. That would be huge. Oh, um, yeah. Have you ever gone down south to run anything yet? Yep. So we went down to Hickory at the beginning of the year. Um, okay. Yeah. We actually do have some major races planned. Like we plan on going to the All American Four Hundred this year. Uh, nice. Even the Snowball Derby. We want to try to give that a good attempt. for you. Yeah. So we're we're kind of going all out. Um, I we were talking, you know, on my way up here, but I, I ended up hurting my shoulder last year. I only yep. got a few races in. So basically, because of that, on you top of COVID, you know, the budget from last year just carried into this year. Hey, hey, now no the fun. Yeah, no, that fun. Like. that's it. So you know, it, it, it was unintentional to kind of almost take a year off, quote but, unquote. But now it worked out to where we have a wicked schedule with you know almost forty races on it. For sure. Um, you know, doing some of the forty major, races, yeah, man. It's crazy. Jesus Christ! How old are you? I'm twenty three. Twenty three running yes, forty races in a year. Oh, I'll tell you what, I've done worse. <laughs> when I ran Legend Cars uh, back in 2015, when we went, we just said we're going gun hell with these little things. Yeah. Um, we ran 93 races. Oh my god! I, during the summer, during like the summer shootout, when that's going on in the summer, I kid you not. Monday, let's just start. Let's start. I'll, I'll make this as quick as possible. Yeah. But Monday was practice for the summer shootout. Tuesday, I'd race the summer shootout. Wednesday morning, fly back home, get a car ready, go to Waterford. Thursday would be my only day off. Yeah. Oh, my God. Friday, I go to Stafford. Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, I'm running the Legend Road Course and the Oval at Loudoun. And then Sunday, doing another road course race at Loudoun. Oh. And then back on a plane down to Charlotte. My that's God. That's dream right <laughs> was there. wild. Dude, that, like, that's got to be the biggest thing. Like, that's got to be the coolest thing as a kid. Oh, my God. Like, it was insane. And I was, I think I was, what, 16, 17? I was relatively old in Legend Cars, to be honest with you. But, uh, For Legend Car terms, you're correct. 16, 17, yeah, you, you should have been moved up at that point. But that's, that's awesome. It was awesome. It basically it was like that little turning point where I was like, I, I got out of an Allison Legacy car. Um, you know, we ran two, two years up north with those when I was 12, 13. And then I did three years. We actually moved to North Carolina for a couple of years. Yeah. So, um, you know, I did three seasons down south with those. And now we were just in that rotation point. We were, like, moving back up to Connecticut. And, like, I didn't want to go buy a late model stock and go run down there because, you know, you can't run those anywhere up here. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, I was, you know, same thing with a modified. We were just trying to figure it out. Yeah. 
So uh, we were just like, let's go buy a legend and just do it for a year or two. Yeah. And, you know, instead of, you know, late miles are a lot of money. And, you know, obviously yeah. I can't do 93 races in a late miles. It's yeah. impossible. So we were just like, let's go do a legend car and just have a wicked freaking season. And it sounds like you did. Oh, my God. It was crazy. 90 races, man. I can't even fathom that. Can't it was even fathom that. So much fun. And I wouldn't trade that for anything. I mean, we, we want a lot. Of, we want, I think, 42 of them. Wow. It was almost half. Almost half. Yeah, it was nuts. Jesus, man. It was so much fun. So what you're saying is you're a shoe. So you, you, you've got a knack for this I, thing. I don't, I don't know what it was with the legend cars. It, it, everybody says they're hard to drive. And I, 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 and I take no, no credit away from any other legend driver because – any race car, in my opinion, is hard to drive. Yeah. If it was easy, everybody would be doing everybody it. Everybody would do it. Yeah. Exactly. But the legend cars came to me. Yeah. I figured them out. You know, the legacy car took me five years to win a legacy race with yeah. the awesome legacy cars, even with just 10 cars showing up. And my seventh start at the Charlotte Road Course with the legend car, seventh time ever in a legend car, I got my first win. And you're talking Charlotte, so you're talking guys that have a oh, ton yeah. of money behind yeah. them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jesus. I, I've heard of stories down there of guys spending $600,000 a year on legend cars. Six oh, grand? Yeah. I, I don't know if it's true or not. You know, that's just stories I've oh, heard. Oh, but I'm sure. I don't think I'll ever smell six hundred grand. <laughs> I don't think I will either. <laughs> I don't think I will either. Not a race season <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Jesus, sure. man. So, but, it, 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 you know, it's wild. But at the same time, I mean, a legend car is a legend car. Yeah. You know, the one thing I've noticed is, like, I have one chassis that's probably built in the 90s. Right. That was my favorite car. <laughs> <laughs> I, still, I actually still have it to this day. I actually, it was Luke, Luke Run had it. Yeah. And uh, he put it back up for sale. This car, I did not want to sell this thing. <laughs> uh, like, I was attached to it. Like, I, 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 we had three cars, um, and this one was my favorite. I love this thing. Jesus. Yeah. And the second that LeBron put this thing back up for sale, I was like, we need it back. I, I need my car back. Yeah. Need I need it back. back. I don't care what I do with it. Like, I, now i got to set up for a road course to go run loud and just play around with it because I love road course racing. Um, really? Oh, I do. I, I'm, I'm, I consider myself more of a road course guy than an old guy, believe it or not. Really? Whoa. I do. It's just that road course racing is a lot more expensive than old Oh, racing. yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, when you're talking guys and, you know, your next step is like LMP3 if I wanted to move up from a legend car, and you're talking 750 grand a year, I'm like, that is not happening. Turns out we're not doing that. that yeah. No, that's not happening. So. And that road course at Loudon is nuts. Oh, it's so much fun. And then we I've done Thompson, too, on that road course. Where wow. We're going probably yep. 125 down the end of that straightaway, bump drafting off each other. Jesus, oh, man. Uh, we got a YouTube video up there of the first race that we did at Loudon. Yeah. And it's me, Sean Buffington, Mike Christopher Jr., and Jordan O'Brien. Mike Christopher and, Jr. Yep, yeah. Yep. And when I tell you that it was a four-car just Three wide. Who will drive it in deeper? Yeah. Slugfest for the win. I mean, I shouldn't say slugfest because nobody hit each other. Yeah. But it was just a hard, hard race. And uh, wow, that's kind of what made me fall in love with it. Is that you could race them so hard on the road course with the, especially down the straight. It was with a draft and stuff like that. Jesus, man. It it, it, it made me a smoother driver. Yeah, I bet sure. it did. Because if I feel like if you're that close on top of each other, you make oh, a mistake yeah. and you're. You're out. You do. Yeah, yeah you're you, gone. You're gone. So, you know, it, it, it was really it was really cool to do that. And like I said, I bought the car right back. I'm, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to go and play around with that. Like, next weekend I'm going up there. Like, you know, I'm taking Good for you, man. Model and uh, just, you know, take the legend car out. You get to go do some road course racing, get to have some fun. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit of a relaxed weekend. Nice. Hey, man, anybody, uh, any sponsors, anybody you want to thank before we end this? Absolutely. I just got to thank Sealor Properties, Signworks New England. Um, my family, they're all here today. Uh, I really appreciate them coming out. You know, my dad, Sean, my mom, Lori, um, for all the hard work they've done. My spotter, Kaylee, my crew members, you got Charlie, you got Johnny Rocket, you got uh, 
And anybody else that just kind of tags along, you know, throughout the races, whatever they can make it, I appreciate all of them. Um, on the modified side, I got to thank M&D Racing, Dale and Mike Holdridge, um, for, for just giving me the opportunity to jump in that car. The Tri Track Open Modified Series, giving us an awesome place to race. Uh, thanks, Manadnock. I mean, yeah. this place yeah. is awesome. I, I hate the fact that we only got nine cars today, but, yeah. you know, I love this place. Any chance that I got to come race Pro Stock or a modified here, I'm going to come. Yeah. I, I love it here. And, um, you know, uh, any fans listening, come on out. Come watch some racing. You guys uh, you guys are going to see one heck of a show here every time. Um, this is a two-group racetrack, and, you know, it's side-by-side racing throughout the field. So Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That dog, oh. baby. Hey, man, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'd like to take a moment and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Turn 4 Podcast. Have a question, comment, or query? We would love to hear from you. Reach out to us today at our Facebook page, Turn 4 Podcast. And until next week, we'll see you at the racetrack.